Grand Rising, Grand Rising everyone. Thank y'all for being here for another episode of Ed Talks Daily. My name is Ed, the word Giles, AKA the Holistic Motivator. And I'm happy to be here to talk about letting your body communicate to you, listening to your body so you can heal. So it turns out that our bodies actually, and believe it or not, our bodies tell us details about our emotions. If we listen to what our body is saying, we could find out what's happening and then we could take the action steps to change what's happening, right? So you might be like, man, what do you mean? Let me give you an example. Well, when your shoulders are tight, this is a sign, right? For, as a woman, it means that there's a lot of chance that you're angry at somebody. So the tightening of the shoulders has to do with the emotion of anger or the emotion of anxiety. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. chest out I look all hard and all that good stuff and be like man yeah you can't talk to me so that's what your body your pectoral muscles say if you're a guy so your 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 shoulders is talking your pecs is talking and did you know that even your booty talks (laughs) now it sounds funny but yeah I'm making a joke out of it but it just means that your booty the gluteus maximus which is a muscle actually stores the emotion of anger so if you sit a lot and you're like Johnny didn't do this and Johnny never do that we're literally storing that in our booties and there is a way we can let our booty communicate to us and let's keep going with that what are some other ways we can listen to our bodies well it turns out that the hamstrings has to do with the emotion of fear as it relates to the tightness I keep talking about the emotions that limits the experience. I don't call them negative, I call them limiting emotions. They're not good or bad, they're just limiting. Fear is held in the hamstrings, right? So it's hard to go ham when your hammies are tight. It's hard to go ham on whatever you're trying to do when your hammies are tight. That's just a way of saying it's hard to act in your true power when you feel like you're being pulled in multiple directions. So your shoulders push, you, you tighten your shoulders because of anxiety and anger, and your hamstrings are pulled down because of fear. And then your butt get tight. So think about your hamstrings 
being pulled down, like literally, like your muscles being so tight that it's being pulled down, your hamstrings, and your butt is so tight that it's being pulled down. And then now, let's think about your shoulder squishing up. And then here's another part, the lower back. The lower back has to do with fear as well. Why? Because, well, that's where the kidneys are, right? The kidneys, the sex and food organ has to do with fear. So you might feel some pain in your lower back. Your, your lower back is communicating to you that there is something that you're afraid of. And a lot of other things from the, your hamstrings, uh, the inner part of your thigh, having to do with vulnerability, your knees having to do with the fear of moving forward, and a lot of various things that if we know, if we knew, we would be able to let our bodies communicate to you. The only thing is we don't know. If you don't know, then it's hard. To, it's, if you don't know what's popping or uh, if you don't know what it means, then it's hard to let that communicate to you. So let's talk about language, right? So the way you understand words is if you know what those words mean. The only way you could understand what your body is communicating to you is if you know what the body is communicating. So as we learn, as we learn more about our bodies, and we can call this literacy, health literacy, as we, as we increase our health literacy, we're all, we're all increasing our financial literacy. As we increase our health literacy, we're able to speak the language of our health and, and our bodies. We're able to put the words into what's happening, right? So I wanna, allow, I wanna help you put your feelings into words or put your pain into words or section out and say, when you go to the doctor, you're not gonna be, hey doc, uh, my right side has been hurting. You, you can be like, man, doc, I've been feeling a lot of stirring up in my liver. Or you could say, doc, my spleen ha has always, I've always been feeling some pain in my spleen. Or my kidneys, I don't know, I just, I, I, my kidneys, there's a lot going on with them. You know, it's just, I don't really know. Being able to just verbalize which organ like which organ is hurting or stagnated is actually letting your body communicate to you. Now you can communicate that to somebody else. So communication starts with understanding or better yet, communication starts with words. And then once you got the words, now you can lead into understanding. So if we don't know the vocabulary, if we don't know how to put the pain into words then it's hard to do the actions to rid yourself of the pain so how do you put your pain into words do you just say i'm not feeling good or are we saying specific things oh i'm having a brain fog right now or i'm bloated let's use these actual vocabularies letting your body communicate to you means putting your pain into words right or i'm fit like this morning, I said to myself, I had I had a mushroom, I had mushroom coffee, and I was like, I'm feel overstimulated. And somebody want to know, what do you mean by you feel overstimulated? Well, I just feel like jittery, like I, I I'm over caffeinated, like I had too much mushroom coffee, right? I had too much of that reishi extract in there, right? 
So I'm, I'm full of energized. I've just put my, my, my feelings, my, how I'm currently experiencing life in my body into words. So let, let's, let's practice that as we, as we listen, right? This is not a teaching session as much as it is a self-awareness session, right? It allows you to, to get more aware of what's popping, right? So put your pain into words. Now, not all pain is physical, right? But each pain that cannot be seen is stored somewhere you just, you just don't know about it. So even though you can't see the pain, the pain is still stored in the physical being. So you might be like, man, what do, you, what do I mean? Like, yo, how can I, can I see the anger in me? Well, you can see the expressions of anger without, but you can feel the sensations of anger within. Mmm, that's deep. You can hear the expressions of your anger without, which just means you, when you're angry, people know, or you know, you can feel it. You can feel the anger. You can feel getting heated up. People feel your anger. That's your external expression, but it also has an internal implication. And this is called stagnation, right? I'm, I'm rhyming, I'm rhyming there. That's what I do, I rhyme. <laughs> so accumulation, let's break it down and write this one down. You want to remember I just said health literacy and I'm starting the process for you right now. The Holistic Motivator in your ear, live, clubhouse, Facebook, Instagram. So here it is. Accumulation leads to stagnation, which leads to inflammation, which leads to disease. So we've known for thousands of years that inflammation is the predecessor to disease. But have we talked about what leads into inflammation, which is, let's say your cells are heated up and inflamed, right? Inflamed, they're in flames. You're literally heated on the inside. So, but what led to that heated on the inside? Well, you accumulated a bunch of heating materials. Maybe you got a bunch of wood and you had a lot of internal friction, right? So I'm putting these things in words for you because words tend to have a freeing effect. So as you accumulate emotions, you then have stagnation. That stagnation becomes inflammation. Now, my mentor, Dr. George Xavier Love, talks about the emotional enema and the emotional diarrhea. And I love how he talked about that some people are emotionally constipated and some have an emotional diarrhea. Now, I want you to do some self-reflective work here. I don't know. I don't know your life, but I can ask you, do, do you often hold your emotions in or do you, after, do you often blurt your emotions without filter? I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just letting you, let you think about this. So I found out that I was congested of emotions because I was guarding other people's feelings and not expressing myself, right? And that affects your throat chakra, which affects your heart. If you don't express what's in your heart, you feel silence. And when you feel silence, your throat start hurting. And that might mean let your body communicate to you. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast.
And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. So let's go back. Let's go back. Everything is correlated. Some of us are emotionally backed up. And let's say that's called constipation. Like you have a lot of emotions that would benefit you to share them. However, you don't, you don't necessarily know how to start the process. That's called emotional stagnation. So you've accumulated a bunch of things, but you didn't deal with them. They're stuck on your chest, literally. Like, you know how you say, I have a lot, I feel like the whole world is on my shoulders. And then I feel like something dropped on my chest. Well, let's look at it like that. Letting your body communicate to you is understand that the world is on your shoulders and you have some shoulder tightness because you have a lot of anger or worry or, or not necessarily worry, but anxiety about the future. So your body is telling you something, but are you hearing it, right? Are you hearing what your body is telling you? So let's go back to how I said that accumulation leads to stagnation, which leads to inflammation, which leads to disease. So accumulation is not just the things we think, but it's the things we eat and when we eat them. Thich Nhat Hanh in his book, The Art of Communicating, which I would recommend you read so that you can actually start the process of communicating your feelings so that you can stop being backed up, talks about the concept of spiritual, mental, and emotional food. And what Titch was saying, what Titch was trying to teach <laughs> is that when we look at what we say to ourselves and to others as food, we speak in a way that feeds and fuels their spirits rather than speak negative into their lives. So we have emotional food that we take in with the words of those who are around us. So it starts with what are you thinking? What is the emotion? What is the food in the form of your thoughts in the form of what you're saying? What are you speaking into your life? And then the next thing is what are you actually eating into your body, right? These are the things that, uh, that causes accumulation. So as we accumulate these stuck energies, it then reflects itself as stagnation. Your blood starts, you might have stagnated blood where your blood is not flowing as it should. You have a clogging of the arteries caused by, caused by white animal fat, white sugar, flour, dairy, and all of these other things. This causes stagnation, which leads to inflammation, which leads to disease. And now when we're talking about disease, we don't have to go as far as like, yo, autoimmune disease right it doesn't have it doesn't have to get that deep you know what i'm saying and it doesn't have to get to the point where yo i have autoimmune disease that's the end of the spectrum or the cases i wouldn't say it's extreme anymore because it's so common but i was saying that unless we're proactive about building our wellness bank then we will we will simply be a victim to whatever happens when it's depleted without our consciousness. Unless we have conscious proactiveness and adding things into our wellness bank, 
when we feel when we're depleted now it's gonna be really hard to get those things okay so accumulation what are you accumulating now accumulation is not just what you're eating it's not just what you're thinking but it's the vibes that you're letting stay around you so there's a concept that like positive energies repel negative ones well, I'll say that negative energies really do stick. They really, really have a sticking factor. <laughs> and what I mean by that is you can walk into a room full of vibrant and your prana and your aura is like, yo, very nice, very, very enlightening prana, bro. Or sis. And then all of a sudden, you feel like your energy is getting drained by the second. You just walked in this room, you're just getting... You're getting converted. You don't even know how. And then all of a sudden, you just, I'm like, dang, what happened to my energy? Just like, I got drained. So when we walk into rooms that does that, guess what? We accumulate negative energies. So you might have waked up in a good mood and you walked in one place. You had one conversation, one call, or somebody looked at you. Yesterday, I was, I was saying, Les Brown said this cool thing. He said, Anybody over the age of 40 is responsible for their face. And if their face is causing you mental anguish, just stop, just stop seeing their face. And I'm not talking about how they look in the form of their, like if they're pretty or ugly based on the human constructs, not thing at all. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about their energy. People are responsible for their face, their persona, right? For their face their persona so if somebody's always looking at you with an angry face you're thinking man that's just they're just an angry person well guess what did you know that your field your energy field is being obstructed by that force because literally they did a study and they found out and you could read the book messages in water by emoto and he talked about how what you say also strengthens or weakens somebody's immune and literally muscle response. So let's try it out. Let's try out this if you wanna do it yourself. If you extend your arm out and you have somebody look at you and frown or smile, right? They look at you and they smile. What's gonna happen is you're gonna have more power. They're gonna literally, they're gonna add some energy, good vibes to you. So your arm, if they try pushing your arm down while they're smiling, look at them, your arm won't go down. But if that person frowns, your energy field gets depleted a little bit just by a frown. And your arm, all of a sudden, your muscle response, your twitch, your, your ability to hold your arm, all of a sudden diminishes and your arm will fall most likely than, than not. So that says that somebody's face, somebody's face can affect your wellness and yet, you know, you, 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 you're willing to walk around people's faces who give you angry faces all the time and you don't have to deal with that, right? And here's the thing, I want you to look at your face. Okay, now, when I say you and I say face, it might, don't get offensive. I've looked at my face, trust me. Um, somebody said, why you always have the RBF face, Ed? I'm like, I don't know, I just can't help my face. But 
I was only thinking about my physical face. I can't help my physical face. Then now I figured out, oh, if I help my persona, the person that I am, my face will transform. So now no longer is my face like this because I used to try to change my face by changing my face. I used to try, try to smile in spite of the RBF face, but I never worked on my persona, which is my personality or my personal reality. So when I started to work on me, I started to do the meditative things and the things that allow me to see the beauty of everybody. Guess what happens? The volume is... I started to be more open. So when I got responsible for my persona face, my face changed. So letting your body communicate to you, listening to your body, looking at your face. Your face is gonna tell you your mood and then now you can do the prime activity to transform that mood. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine, don't hide it, don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.